Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Happy to talk with our guy Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. If you haven't checked it out yet, he has a fantastic piece over on The Athletic right now. He talked with former Blues captain, now Vegas Golden Knights defenseman Alex Petrangelo ahead of tonight's meeting. He joins us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. JR, always appreciate the time, my man. How you doing today? Anytime. Good, guys. Good. So let's start with that piece that you had. It's obviously the number one storyline going into tonight's game. When you're talking with Alex Petrangelo about this meeting between the Blues and the Vegas Golden Knights, what was your biggest reaction from him? Well, I think uh, that, uh, you know, he'll tell you that he hasn't had a lot of time to uh, think about this. It's been a busy a couple months for him, BK, with the move to Vegas, of course, taking the four kids out there, uh, then training camp, learning a new system, putting a new jersey on, meeting new teammates. Uh, but I think he's probably been thinking about this for a long time. Look, he was in the organization since uh, 2008 when he was uh, drafted, uh, wore the C, first captain to hoist the Stanley Cup, yada, yada, everything we've heard. Uh, but now he's going to drop the puck and, and play that team. And this happens a lot in hockey. It is part of the business. And uh, the, we've had other prolific, uh, significant players in the same situation. Uh, but this is a big one. And so uh, with the issues the Blues have had, especially uh, defensively, you miss a player like Alex Petrangelo. And unfortunately uh, for them, he's going to be on the other side tonight. JR, we talked about this earlier. And, you know, the matter of the fact is this is going to this is going to continue to build into one of the better rivalries, I think, in hockey because of the storylines involved with it and the players on either side. You remember that game in January of last year where basically Reeves and Alex Petrangelo and David Perron went after it, and it sure seems like that's going to leak over into tonight's matchup, doesn't it? Yeah, you don't typically hear players say too much about guys who are close friends off the ice. Uh, in the post game, and uh, that happened that day because, uh, of course, you see the pictures. Uh, Ryan Reeves on top of Alex Petrangelo, and afterwards, David Perron and some others made it known that uh, Ryan Reeves kind of poked at his eye and scratched his eye. And, and so after the game, uh, David Perron really ticked off at Ryan Reeves and Alex Petrangelo as well. He said in the article this morning, yeah, it wasn't too friendly of a move by Ryan Reeves. Uh, but he was able to obviously walk into that Vegas locker room, and he told me that he uh, he chirped him, but he just wouldn't tell me what he said to Ryan Reeves. <laughs> but they la- they laughed it off, and the bottom line is uh, Alex Petrangelo looked at Ryan Reeves and said, let's just say I'm not mad that you're on my side now. Amen to that. JR, kind of moving to the blue side of things going into tonight, there are – 
I mean, the, the big storyline so far this year has been the issues that the Blues have had in the second game of these two-game series. And a lot of it has come down to effort or their lack of an identity. I know you got you had a pretty good quote earlier today from Ryan O'Reilly talking about that. What have you learned over the last couple of days about the Blues' issues in those games and how much of it, how much of it is mentally versus physically? Yeah, it, it is. I think uh, a lot of what we're seeing right now is the Blues just sticking to the way that they need to play. So, so listen, Craig Berube in these post-game Zoom sessions, he's pretty ticked off, especially when you got a performance like you had Sunday against L.A. And he said the attitude is the problem. It, it's the attitude. You ask him today, and he says the attitude's fine. So, you know, that just shows uh, what kind of mindset he's in after those games. But he, he did say, ask the players. And so I asked Ryan O'Reilly, hey, what, what gives with the attitude? And he basically said that uh, it comes down to everybody realizing that they need to come together collectively as a team to get through this and, and play the style that the Blues need to play. So it, it's nothing that we haven't heard several times over the years before when things are going like this. Uh, but I think it's just a matter of, of what Ryan is saying is, is the Blues playing together. We saw that opening night against Colorado, and, and even you know in my article I broke it down just the way you're, you guys are talking about it. The second game of these two-game series haven't been great, but I don't know that the Blues, even in those first games after that uh, opener in Colorado, have played all that well. So we saw a real good glimpse of it opening night against Colorado, and it just hasn't been as steady lately. JR, BK asked me this question to open up the show earlier, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. How much of the Blues issues right now are connected to not having Alex Petrangelo on this team? Yeah, and I'll tie that into to what I said last uh, last answer is uh, opening night. They looked terrific. It didn't look like they missed Alex Petrangelo. Uh, but I think as you get into the rest of these games, some of those areas start to be glaring when you talk about uh, you know the, the the discipline. So many penalties we've seen them take. You know, would Alex Petrangelo uh, be on top of an issue like that? But more specifically. You know, the areas like the penalty kill. He's such a phenomenal player uh, in his own zone, on the penalty kill, getting the puck out. The Blues haven't done a great job of that. And then also, we haven't seen this team good on the forecheck since opening night. And part of the reason is you have to get the puck out of your own zone before you can ever get on the forecheck. So if the Blues aren't making those types of passes um, and getting that support from the forwards, then they're not going to be able to get there. So I think here in the early going uh, you can point to a lot of areas that Alex Petrangelo would help. But, you know, I tried to say this the other day uh, in the article, you know, temper the concerns that you have about the Blues because uh, they got a couple new guys in, in prominent positions. And listen to Alex Petrangelo's own words. He says it's been an adjustment for him in Vegas. You know, maybe that last game he finally started to feel like himself. So just know that uh, Tory Krug, Mike Hoffman, and some of those other guys are going through the same thing. We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford, Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, JR, earlier you tweeted out that Berube said that Pareko and Sanford are going to be on the second power play unit tonight. I would imagine that's coming at the expense of Vince Dunn. What's going on with Dunn right now? I mean, he, he clearly did not play his best game on Sunday. I don't think he's had his best start to the season you think we're going to see him on the ice tonight for the Blues? I think there's a, a chance that he sits. Uh, Craig Ruby, I asked him that about any lineup changes tonight. He said we'll see in warm-ups. The translation is he knows, but he's not telling us. 
uh, you know, we won't know that until uh, 8 o'clock tonight. So uh, with Vince Dunn, he hasn't played well. We saw two more glaring mistakes in Sunday's game against L.A. And while I like Vince Dunn as a player and, and sometimes kind of clamored for him to get a little more ice time, that's not going to happen if he keeps making some of these mistakes. So ask Craig Bruby, what does he need to do to, to settle down? And he just said, keep the puck in front of him. You know, you just can't have these uh, lost battles one-on-one like we saw the other day or the turnover uh, that creates a scoring chance the other way. That's the biggest thing with Vince Dunn last night. Do they sit him? You know, I I can't say that at this moment. I I think there is a chance, but taking him off the power play, which they did at the morning skate today, Craig Bruby said, you know, that that's a sign that uh, they're not happy with him at the very least, even if he's in the lineup tonight, they want him to focus on the five on five, but it could be a night where uh, he takes a seat. Jared, what do you make of Robert Bortuzzo being on this road trip with the team? I mean, uh, yes, it's a longer road trip, but you're not taking him on this trip unless you expect him to play at some point. So could we see 41 back in the lineup tonight, or do you think that might be in a couple of games? I wouldn't expect it. I'd be a surprise if he's in there. A couple things going on here, and he touched on, on one of them. Uh, first of all, they asked uh, we asked Craig Bruby a couple days ago if there was progress on, on Bortuzzo, and he said uh, no, not yet. A lot of times... Uh, you want to keep him around the team so he can get the treatment from the uh, the trainers. So that's a situation. And then secondly, let's keep in mind uh, COVID. So uh, the Blues aren't going to be able to fly him out commercially according to the protocol. That's typically how uh, something like that would happen if uh, Bortuzzo would stay back in St. Louis and then, for example, catch the team in Anaheim uh, for the latter part of this road trip. But if, if he has any chance of playing or they want to keep him around the trainers for the week, uh, he needed to make the trip, and, and that's all we know at this point. JR, I got to ask you about the shining bright spot for the season thus far, and it's the guy that you said could score 20 to 30 goals at some point in his career. Jordan Cairo has just been, I mean, he's been fantastic so far this season. Has has, has this even surprised you who kind of saw that he, he was clearly taking a step? Have you been surprised by how much of a step he's taken? Yeah, definitely. And uh, wow, Alex PK doesn't forget anything. I feel like you're going to play that clip next year when he scores 14 goals. Yeah, I'll play it next year when he scores 30, JR. Believe me, he still reminds me that I said hollow notes by accident. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, that right? was an accident. It was an accident. Okay. It slipped out of my mouth. He, he doesn't forget anything. No. I'm actually looking at some uh, video right now of Jordan Cairo, and I don't know how long it's going to take to, to put together, but I want to do some comparisons on video with uh, Jordan Cairo last season and this season, just to show folks, uh, you know, what we're talking about specifically. I know they see it. They watch the games themselves. They see a different Jordan Cairo, but defensive zone uh, on the wall in the offensive zone, creating scoring chances. We, you know, you get latched on to the offensive highlights, but it's the other things in the other two zones that he's doing really well. Yes, it has completely surprised me. I thought he had a a good future. I didn't know he was going to be able to turn it on from training camp and and be a guy that you don't even think about taking out of the lineup uh, this early in the season. JR, my final one for you, buddy. You and I are on the same page where, look, I think their patience needs to be at least at the beginning of the season before we start kind of throwing the sword saying that this team's not good enough, blah, blah, blah. But if they are unable to come away with a victory in this Golden Knight series, and we're going on a hypothetical road here, do you think that's a telling sign of what this team is, or do you think they still need a little bit more of a leash? I think that's going to be a tough pill to swallow if they go 0-2 on this trip. And more importantly, like BK was saying earlier, the way they lose. Like, if you lose you know, a couple hard-fought 4-3, 5-4 games, the passion was there, the energy was there, you know, then you got to 
you know, give it some time. But look, if if they get uh, dropped uh, four nothing and, and three three to one, and and you just don't see it, then I think that there's going to be a grave concern here. Look, the biggest thing is normally it's an 82 game season. This is 56. You can't afford to put yourself uh, behind like this. So to me, these are, are two very important games. Um, but from the perspective of the eye test, how do they look? Not necessarily the score. This is going to be a tough team to beat, uh, but we've got to see a better effort than we saw in the last two series. He's Jeremy Rutherford. Check out his piece. He talked with the former captain himself, Alex Petrangelo. Got some great quotes from him. It's over on The Athletic right now. Also give JR a follow on Twitter, at JP Rutherford. JR, always appreciate the time tonight. Enjoy, or excuse me, always enjoy the time. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk with you again soon. Have a good one. Thanks. You got it. That's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on 101 ESPN.